With so many stories of strength, perseverance, and life-changing journeys, I knew I had to help share the good in the world. My name is Christine Petrella, and I'm fortunate enough to host a podcast where I can speak with guests who have made such a large impact in their communities by giving back and being so generous to causes that need our attention. My next guest today is Nina Ralph. She is a social impact lead at a certified B Corp, Lemonade. Lemonade is an insurance company. It's available in the US, Germany, Netherlands, France, and it's still expanding. From signing up within minutes to paying out claims within minutes, to onboarding, quoting, and their customer service. Lemonade is a leading insurance company who has a give back at its core. It is changing the way you think of insurance companies. Nina, so happy to have you join me on the Give Back Model podcast. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. There's a lot we're going to learn today. And you are about seven hours ahead of me. So you are in Tel Aviv. Is that right? Yeah, I'm based out of Tel Aviv. But the offices for Lemonade we have in New York and in Amsterdam and throughout the U.S. Wow. So it's not just here in the U.S. Where else? Because I did hear Germany and France are also a couple more offices. Or is that just where Lemonade offers policies? So our European offices are headquartered in Amsterdam, but we offer product in France, the Netherlands, Germany, and hopefully expanding as well this year. Oh, very exciting. In addition to the US. (laughs) Oh, congratulations. And even big congratulations. So here in the US, when you are featured on Forbes, that means you made it. Like that is the golden ticket. That is the coolest thing. And I saw you on Forbes recently. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. How was that experience for you? This sounds ridiculous, but I really think I manifested it <laughs> because it's something that's been a goal of mine and I really wanted to kind of achieve. And I make it kind of a position that I will accept any request, offer, podcast, interview, however small and speaking kind of arrangement to do. And so I took one for an organization that was like less well-known and very much more kind of grad level, um, just kind of talking to students. And it's always been a goal of mine to have some kind of interview in Forbes and somebody from Forbes happened to be on the call. And I was like, so this is why you should never say no to anything. Yes. (laughs) Because you don't know where your next opportunity can be. So doesn't matter how small, always say yes. I really, really believe that. Great advice. Yeah. And it's a goal for millions of people, I bet, because to see your name and it was a really neat article. I learned so much more. And I know, you know, when you originally reached out, I thought, I know Lemonade. Someone had brought it to my attention. My friend Katie had brought it to my attention months ago. And I was so excited. I've been wanting to get you guys on the podcast for so long. And when you think insurance... And I want to be as transparent as possible right now. But when you think insurance, to me, it's like, (laughs) what are they doing differently? And I started to research and oh my gosh, you guys are doing so many amazing things. So can you talk to me a little bit about your role at Lemonade as social impact lead, but then talk to us about the Lemonade business model and how is it different from the traditional insurance model? Yeah, of course. I think actually picking up on the first thing you said, not only when do you hear insurance, you think, okay, what is Lemonade doing differently? But more likely you're thinking insurance. I hate my insurance company, (laughs) (laughs) which is, and I think if you told me that five years ago, I was going to be working in insurance, I would never have believed you because I was (laughs) super focused on the nonprofit space 
I didn't have an interest in fintech, financial sector, or even the for-profit sector at all. So I think what Lemonade is doing differently is wonderful on so many layers, not just in the way that it gives back, which I'll talk about, but also in the way it's just reshaping people's perspective of insurance. We want it to be transparent. We want it to be likable. We want you to not dread opening your Lemonade app. So I think the entire product in and of itself is really just trying to reshape how we think about insurance in general. But the really neat thing that we do, which is kind of what brought us together, is that we have an element of our product, which is called the give back. So traditional insurance, it works by pooling small amounts of money. So there's your premiums from a large group of people to pay for the unlucky few who will suffer covered losses, which are the claims. But it's impossible to predict how much money will be needed to cover these losses. So often people are asked to pay premiums that are much higher than what's needed some years, and that will leave money left over at the end of the year. Now, most insurance companies keep that money as profit, but we don't. We wanted to differentiate ourselves from these big, bad, scary insurance companies. And we created the Lemonade Giveback, which is where once a year we donate our leftover dollar to our nonprofit partners. So we've really created a new relationship. We have our policyholder, we have us as the insurance company, and we have the nonprofit. And we're managing to connect them through this really exciting and kind of new relationship that doesn't exist in any other insurance company. Our first give back was in 2017. We donated $53,000 to 14 different charities. And then last year in 2021, over $2.3 million went to 65 organizations. So we've seen a huge growth. And I think that's really exciting to see that as Lemonade grows, so does the product. That's interesting. So the customer's They'll log in and they're logging into a phone app. Is that the only way to do it? Or can you do it online as well? You can do it online as well. But the easiest way to use Lemonade is an app. You know, our target audience is millennials and I'm always on my phone. So (laughs) smart. Very, very smart. So you're a millennial or whoever you are, you pick up your phone, you open the app, you download it. And then you're paying a flat fee. So you have homeowners, renters, car insurance now too, right? Car and also pets. So how does that work? At the end of the year, do I choose what nonprofit those unpaid premiums go to? Or how does that work? We actually try and build the relationship from the very beginning. So before you've even finished your sign-up flow, you'll be presented with a whole drop-down list of charities that you can choose from. And you'll choose your give back course. And that course will stay with you. People email me the whole time asking to change. It's really easy for us to facilitate this. But, you know, from the beginning, you'll choose a cause and that's what you'd be giving back to year on year unless you request a change. So really, the relationship starts from the very beginning of getting your lemonade policy. That is so neat. It's so cool. (laughs) Your customers and your clients, I've been reading reviews and someone says this experience was easier than ordering a pizza. (laughs) How neat is that? I love that. Your customers are coming on and within seconds, they're signing up. Within seconds, they're getting paid out. And it's also not traditional that we see because you don't have the brokers. You don't have that physical element. So a lot of it is through, what is it, through AI intelligence? And how does that work? 
Exactly. You're not dealing with brokers. Instead, you're trying to deal with bots and there's just a lot less paperwork, just trying to make it as seamless as possible. So we've really perfected our technology to make sure that this experience is enjoyable. And I think what's really cool is the give back is not an afterthought or something that's neglected. The impact element was built into the product from the very beginning. So Lemonade, the product couldn't exist without our give back. And I think that's really how impact and purpose-driven companies should function. Um, I think too often we see companies saying, okay, now I've grown and I'm substantial. Here's the time to give back. But what we try to do is really build it in from the very start. So we were a B Corp before we'd even sold our first policy. And I think that's a really cool way of doing impact because it's just a lot more transparent. I think people are able to see when it's perhaps just like a marketing ploy. But if you're able to build it into the technology from the very beginning, it's just a really smart way of giving back. You said this earlier and you were so right. It's not that we have distrust in our insurance companies. There's just no transparency. It's a scary world. And to be able to log in and know that the profit at the end of the day is not going directly back into the pockets. Well, obviously there probably has to be some, but a percentage of that is going to a cause that I care about. And I was thinking earlier when I was reading up on this and fraudulent activity, (laughs) you are not stealing from the company. You are stealing and you are taking and defrauding nonprofits and so many nonprofits at that. So it just makes you that much more of a Grinch at the end of the day, if that's kind of the life you choose and how you go. And we actually have stories of people calling in and saying, you know, I actually found my watch and I'd like to return that money because I know that I'm taking away from a nonprofit as opposed to just this organization, insurance company that doesn't deserve any more, any more money. That is amazing. Yeah, super cool. I'm sure the bigger companies are not getting that. They get this <laughs> a couple, you know, a couple weeks later, a couple, however long it is. And for you guys, you pay out instantly, correct? Yeah. It happens within seconds. Try and make it as quick as possible. The most common way that you're going to turn to your insurance company is in a time of crisis. So we want to make sure that your insurance company is doing what it should be doing, which is there to support you, not to scam you. So we want to make it as easy as seamless. I think, you know, you come home, you've had a flood in your home. The last thing you want to do is be dealing with paperwork and waiting for so long to get your claim. So we really just want to make that experience simple. Are customer service representatives, are they also the bot AI or are you talking with an actual person? You can also talk with an actual person. We have an incredible response team. We also have a Slack channel where we see, you know, the really positive feedback that our customer team have. So, you know, you can have both whatever works best for you. That's great because you are catering towards that millennial group, but then you also have that other side of the world who wants to be able to talk to someone and who wants to have more of that conversation. So that's fantastic. So I want to know more about your role and I want to know more about how you fully vet and how you are finding those nonprofits to partner with. Yeah. So the nonprofit vetting is actually something that I take super seriously. We work with a really wide range of organizations and I want to make sure that they align with our values. I like to think of the give back as if you could look at Lemonade and see our inner value system, that's what the give back would be. It's our spine. So it's everything we stand for. So the first thing I do is think about what do our employees want to see as part of our give back and what do our policyholders care about? So I'll reach out for causes that will align with what we stand for, whether it's the climate, LGBTQ+, standing up for racial justice, 
We also think it's really interesting that if you look at kind of lemonade giving trends versus US giving trends, you can see that causes that are very popular can often be neglected, but we can restore that balance in our give back. So you see the environment so often in the news and we know climate change is affecting everyone around us, especially those you know, most vulnerable, but actually only 3% of overall funding in the US goes to environmental causes, whereas we're able to donate 12%. And we can see that because our policyholders are the one who govern or give back. So we can see that this is what they really care about. Same goes for LGBTQ+. It's actually only 3.4% of overall funding in the US, whereas for our give back, it's 10%. So I really try to reach out to organizations that can represent our customers and our employees well. And then, of course, have to do all the regulatory (laughs) stuff. It's less interesting and less sexy, but it's equally as important. I feel that if customers are trusting us to select causes to present, you know, in front of them to donate their money towards, then we have to make sure that they are transparent with their finances, their fundraising, their administrative procedures. I want to make sure all our nonprofits have high ratings. So I kind of have to look at it in a very holistic perspective. Are you noticing you're getting more and more nonprofits reaching out to you now that you guys are, I mean, you guys are doing so well and you're top rated and so many different avenues that I've researched. So are they reaching out to you, banging on your door as well? All the time. Nonprofits reach out to me all the time. I have so many emails. And for someone who this is like what I love to do, saying no is really difficult. (laughs) And we want to try and make sure that we, you know, answer everybody's emails, especially from policyholders. So I have a lot of policyholders reaching out, really encourage people to do so, to say, hey, I noticed that perhaps you don't have enough causes supporting veterans. This is an organization I'd really like to suggest. And it actually stimulated us then adding Objective Zero, which is an organization that supports veterans with PTSD. So, you know, it's really interesting to see our policyholders feeling like they have that control and autonomy to be like, hey, this is what I'd like to be able to give back to at the end of the year. These are some causes I'd like to suggest and making sure that it's an interactive relationship. Whoever would have thought years ago that this would be a conversation you can have with your insurance company. Yeah, right. (laughs) I mean, I certainly didn't, so. (laughs) Right, because you did say earlier that, oh, I didn't think I was going to work for an insurance company. And, you know, a good friend of mine works for an insurance company. And I'm like, oh, that's just something, a world I never understood and a world that seems to be just so out there and so much to learn about. But when I logged into your website, kids would understand it. I mean, anyone logging into your website, it's so clear. You don't have to scroll through for pages and click around and still ask questions. You are so upfront and honest and open with what it is that you can do. And I noticed that recently you met with the MEET team, M-E-E-T, for Middle East Entrepreneurs of Tomorrow. And that's one of your partners. Can you talk a little bit more about how that went? Yeah, it was incredible. This actually happened last night. So they had a fundraising dinner or kind of a um, just an opportunity to connect with their alumni. So Me is a really incredible nonprofit. They've been a partner of ours since 2017. They support Palestinian and Israeli, you know, young entrepreneurs coming together and building tech-driven, purpose-driven solutions to respond to, you know, the unsettling situation in the region and finding the best ways to kind of work together for kind of a greater good, for lack of better cliche. (laughs) So met with them last night. And it just, for me, was such a humbling experience because every year, you know, I write to the representative from the organization. I say, 
Hey, Lemonade's donated $53,000 in our 2021 give back. You know, this is sponsoring an entire summer of this program, but it was the first time I was meeting with recipients of that money and seeing the impact that they're doing. And they were just incredible. I sat next to a young guy from Palestine called Basil, who was applying to Yale and, you know, every incredible top tier school and describing to me the product that he built in the summer to help with nutrition and just improving your daily healthy lives. And I was like, you know, this is just unbelievable to be part of this and to really see the impact that Lemonade was doing. So that was a really exciting opportunity. That is amazing. I mean, just the civil unrest and the conflict and for the youth to come together and work together, like you said, for the greater good. It's very awesome to see. Nina, when did your give back journey start? I mean, you've been with the company for a few years now, but where did your passion come from with the give back? So I started at Lemonade around three years ago, but I really kind of entered the nonprofit space when I was around 16. I founded an organization called Pink Week, which is a breast cancer awareness charity. I founded it in memory of my late mother. She was an activist who, you know, championed breast cancer awareness. Sadly, she passed away from breast cancer, but she made it loud and clear that everybody should check themselves. And that was a message that I really inherited. And it really got me thinking that, you know, yes, it's really important to advocate breast cancer awareness and fundraising to the older generation. But surely if we know that the best thing you can do is catch it early, let's do preemptive and preventative um, awareness for the younger generation. So I started talking about it with my peers. And just by accident, really, we started raising money, started off small amounts, and then it grew to hundreds and thousands of dollars. I took it with me to university and it spread to several campuses throughout the UK, was later adopted by a much larger breast cancer charity. And that really sparked my passion for kind of giving back and the nonprofit world. And so the first thing I did when I graduated was go to work for a nonprofit. And then I was looking for a bit of a change of a direction. I moved to Tel Aviv and I Googled purpose-driven companies based in Tel Aviv. So I was looking for B Corps, essentially, and Lemonade was one of three. So I reached out to the VP of comms, Yael, and we had an incredible chat about what it meant to work for a purpose-driven company. And we started to build out the impact role from there. And that's how I ended up leading Social Impact at Lemonade. And I think the give back really represented for me something that was missing, which was that perfect fusion of the for-profit world and the non-profit world in a way that wasn't fake and was actually really authentic. And you could follow the impact directly from the for-profit to the non-profit, which I think is rare to be able to do. Usually you see the corporates giving back, but it's a little bit unclear where the money is going. And so to see that direct line, that was kind of all I needed to see to know that this was the company that I would dedicate a lot of time to. (laughs) Um, And that's how I ended up doing what I'm doing. That's amazing. And I'm hoping that, you know, you Googled and you saw that there were three companies. So Hopefully, for the impact that you're having in Tel Aviv, more and more companies start to catch on. And you've been so involved with your mission and getting the word out that I'm sure more and more will start to reach out to you just saying, hey, how did you make this happen? How can we do this better? And I wanted to go back for a second. I do want to say I'm so sorry to hear about the loss of your mother. Mothers are very special to our hearts. And Pink Week, when you started talking about it, I got very inspired 
How are you raising money for Pink Week? What is the event that you do? What does that fundraising look like? So it really just kind of happened organically. We started just doing one event at school. I ran it. I was at an all-girls school and I started doing an awareness event. And then by default, we would charge entry to these events. And that's how we started to make money for the actual charity. But we ran like all different kinds of events. We did like big club parties or yoga classes, um, like healthy brunches. And I think the diversity in the events is what started to make me really understand what makes a donor tick. Like you cannot just assume that all donors are going to enjoy the same kind of event. You need to make sure that there's a event for everyone. And that's how you can draw people into a charity. And I felt like that was the trick that nonprofits were missing because they were targeting, you know, I'm the biggest supporter of breast cancer charities, but as an 18-year-old or a 25-year-old or now a 27-year-old seeing on television the breast cancer awareness campaigns during October are usually focused around teas or coffee afternoons with people who are more vulnerable to breast cancer, so a middle-aged female group. And that meant that you were kind of missing this key demographic of people who really should be learning about breast cancer awareness, but weren't target donor audiences. So I wanted to tap into that middle ground. Um, And that's what the space that Pink Week tried to occupy. So you weren't only just raising money for a great cause. You also, it was very important to you that you needed to educate everyone on what that means and how to test yourself and how to bring awareness to it. That's incredible. So what other partners do you come across with at Lemonade that have really, really stuck with you? We work with so many organizations now and I really try to you know, maintain a strong relationship with all of them, especially as we expand throughout the EU. 350.org, it's a grassroots organization that joined us about two years ago. Um, since being part of the Give Back, they've had a donation of around $100,000 over two years. And we've really seen the direct impact that they've done. And I think environmental causes is something that to me personally, um, really resonates. We've trained around 607 climate activists. We've also very committed to platforming racial justice. And so we've funded the ACLU's criminal justice project over two years now. So uh, 2020 give back was around $115,000 donation. 2021 was around $85,000 donation. So to be able to see that kind of continual funding is something that's really stuck with me. Another charity that I love and really admire is New Story. And what was really interesting was seeing them pivot their fundraising during COVID. So traditionally, New Story supports families outside of the US who don't have sufficient housing. But during COVID, they started to look a little bit closer to home and they actually decided to sponsor rent for those who had lost their jobs for COVID. So we donated around $100,000 to sponsor three months of rent for, I think, 100 plus families. It was really amazing to see how they kind of had to pivot their fundraising and see what is it that resonates with us this year. We're a global homelessness charity, but during these really unprecedented, sorry, I hate that phrase that's been thrown around, <laughs> but during these unprecedented, I mean, that's exactly what this that's is. That's what it is. <laughs> times, yeah. How could they support homelessness nearer to where they were based? So that was really interesting to see. And I loved they reached out to us and said, hey, usually we support global homelessness. Would you be able to support us as we reevaluate what matters this year? All right. And so many nonprofits took such a big hit during Corona. I mean, they still are. It's tough. We're still building it back up. 
What do you see as the biggest challenge for your role as social impact lead for Lemonade? Well, I think the biggest challenge was really working against these downward trends. 2021 was a really rough year for nonprofits. I think over 40% experienced a double-digit drop in fundraising revenue and overall giving sank by around 1.7%. So we needed to make sure that the Lemonade Giveback kind of worked against those trends and made people really believe in a donation system that could continue working. So we actually increased our scope by 104% higher than 2020 in 2021, around 4,000% higher than 2017. So I think my biggest challenge was making sure that people continued to feel inspired during a time of giving, especially when, to be honest, you know, majority of people during COVID, it was the first time they were like, hey, maybe I don't want to donate to somebody else. This is really a time that I'm struggling. So for your insurance company at the end of the year to be like, even though you might not have been able to set aside money to donate this year, we still have got your back. We're still going to make sure that good deed happens was a really um, amazing thing to be able to make happen. And I just want to make sure that we continue on that upward spiral. Lemonade is very inspiring from the beginning of my research into everything that you do. So Nina, what inspires you? Definitely the people I'm surrounded by. I think that's a key inspiration for me. I really love at Lemonade, especially because it's kind of built into the product. Anyone who comes to work for the product is aware of the give back and has an impact focused mind. And it's something that they really care about. It's really exciting to see the employees get you know, really interested in the nonprofits that we give back to and our annual donation day. Everyone's, you know, the design team, the tech team, everybody's a part of it. So I'm definitely inspired by the people that I'm surrounded by. And then ever so often there's an email from a nonprofit that just really resonates. We support Women in Need, which is a homelessness charity based out of New York City. Um, It supports women who have recently lost their jobs. And this year I sent them an email announcing their give back amount. And I said, you've received $112,000. And the CEO replied, do you mean $112? (laughs) (laughs) And for me, that was just one of the best emails to receive because I was like, we've grown so much. Our donation to you has grown so much. And this nonprofit has grown with us. And that's just really what keeps me motivated and inspired to do my job. That is such an amazing email. I've volunteered and and I've been on boards of nonprofits before. And you're right. You'll do an event and you'll put so much money into it or you'll partner with someone and you feel like all of your energy was just thrown into it. And then you get the check for a couple hundred dollars and you're like, we just did all that work. And you're so thankful for those who had given. But I can totally relate to that type of email. (laughs) You're like, are you sure you didn't misplace that decimal somewhere? That is so incredible. So as far as events, I mean, Lemonade gives back so much, but do you guys get together? Are you able to do events? Because you are kind of all spread out a little bit more throughout the U.S., Have you been able to meet the team and get over to New York and see everyone? Yeah, so we have an office in Tel Aviv and we also have our offices in New York and throughout the EU. But actually something that became a focus for us recently, especially during COVID, was trying to unify people from home. So we introduced a platform called Deed. I would really recommend checking them out. They're an incredible fundraising platform for employees. So they really kind of unite, unite our employees working from home. It's internal social impact. Um, it engages our employees. We organize fundraising events for them. So I think and I hope that Deed will really kind of bring us together as a community, as an office, although I think we feel very unified already, but it doesn't hurt to have an added platform to kind of bring that about. 
Of course. I love talking with you because every time I ask you a question, your response always has the give back at the core of it. And that is so incredibly inspiring. And I remember when I first started researching Lemonade, I was thinking, will investors go for this? You know, are they going to have trouble getting those investors and raising those funds? And what was really neat is I believe it was Daniel who was doing an interview with CNBC and a closing bell, I think it was. And he was like, you know what? The investors are they're on the good side, you know, that they're not a part of a company that's the big bad guy company. They're on the good side of it. And they're seeing that their money is going back to good causes. And they're seeing clients and customers who are truly invested in that give back. So what are we going to see from Lemonade, you know, in the future? What are you guys working on next? Well, something that we've recently launched is car insurance. And like any product that we build out at Lemonade, we want to make sure that has impact at its core. And you face a unique dilemma with car insurance, which is that cars are undeniably bad for the environment, but we are a B Corp. (laughs) So we want to make sure that we're still doing good for the environment. So how can you get around that or not even get around that? How can you facilitate it that we know people will continue to drive? They need car insurance. Can we build the most environmentally friendly car insurance out there? And I hope we have succeeded in doing so. We partnered with One Tree Planted, who is an incredible nonprofit and we will be offsetting our driver's emissions. So we will be sequestering carbon and planting as they drive, planting trees as they drive. This is a really exciting project that we're working on at the moment. It really opened my eyes to the way that the tech and product team think as well at Lemonade. You know, it's how we all think, you know, we're building something new. How can we make sure that impact remains at the core? How can we make sure that give back is not something that just happens once a year? So it was really cool to see that happen with the car product. And I'm excited to see where that goes. And what are you working on? What's one of your personal projects that you've kind of taken under your wing? And what are you trying to move forward within the next three to six months? So I definitely think the environmental element is something that's personal to me. So with the car insurance product, we really wanted to make sure that there was an environmental focus because that's something that you know, Lemonade Impact will be focusing on in the next six months. It's always been key to what we do, but I think we really want to establish ourselves as a voice in the climate space. We were the first insurance company to divest from fossil fuels, which is a little known fact about us, but very cool. And we partner with 350.org, which is a huge grassroots environmental organization that doesn't have a lot of corporate partners. So I want to make sure that we keep that voice really loud, really proud, um, really standing up for what we believe in and just kind of pushing forward um, our climate positive message. And I would love to have a climate positive workforce. This is something that I'm looking into as well. So seeing how we can offset the emissions of our employees as well. That is so awesome when you're climate focused and you've mentioned environmental a few times now, and it's just going to open my eyes and hopefully everybody else's eyes to the amount of organizations that are out there that we can help do good for our environment and for our local communities. So Nina, what keeps you up at night? What bugs you? What worries you? Oh, so many things. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're up all so night. So many things. Oh, I have God. anxiety. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. That'll keep you up at night. That'll, that'll definitely keep you up at night. <laughs> 
I think something that's really been on my mind recently is keeping this fine line of as we grow as an organization, how do we keep our give back transparent? How do we keep it authentic? How do we stay as connected as possible to our policyholders? Like you said, and like we spoke about at the beginning, now it's not just one email every few weeks suggesting a charity. It's all the time. And I want to make sure that we're on top of it. We're interacting with our policyholders. They feel like we still really care about the give back because We do, and we always will. So I just want to make sure that I'm talking about it as much as possible, getting it out there. People know that it's part of our product because as we grow, I want to make sure it it continues to grow with us. And I have no doubt that it will, but definitely keeps me up at night. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think you've done an amazing job. I mean, honestly, when I go onto your website and when I hear about Lemonade.com, it's the give back that I see first. You've done a phenomenal job of letting us all know it's the give back at the core. Oh, and by the way, we have insurance for this, that, and the other. I mean, I think you've done an incredible job. And there's so many different organizations that you're able to support, and you've raised so much money for so many different organizations. So you are doing the right thing. <laughs> you are on the right path. I'm so excited for everything you've done, and I'm so proud of you guys for what you've done. You've taken traditional insurance company, the big, bad, scary, and you've turned it into a very transparent, giving way to do business. And I appreciate that. And I thank you for that. Is there anything else you would like to tell the world about Lemonade? No, just check us out. Check out our Give Back and stay posted for Give Back 2022. I'm already thinking about it, already carving out how it should look and the nonprofits that we hope to support. So just keep in touch with us. Absolutely. Nina, thank you so much for being a guest. I've learned so much. You've been incredible. I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. In today's world where speed and instant results are desired, Lemonade has burst into the insurance world where social impact is a part of their legal mission and their business model. By partnering with carefully selected nonprofits, Lemonade developed an efficient and attractive way to give back a percentage of unclaimed money to incredible causes, causes driven by their customers. In 2021 alone, Lemonade gave back over $2 million. And with every initiative and product, their team never loses the reason why Lemonade is so successful through their transparency and massive hearts of giving. They're paving the way and setting a high bar for the insurance industry. Take note, the give back model works so well for Lemonade. It can be done and it can be done well. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the give back model. Please head over to your listening avenue of choice and leave a review, like, subscribe, follow, and check out our website, thegivebackmodel.com for more episodes, show notes on each guest, and the Give Back Model merchandise where $5 from every hoodie sold goes to charity. I appreciate all your support and continue to help give back to your community.